influence Who gon' feel this on another level? Uh, doing the most, let's make a toast Shoot for the stars, 10 million gross Came from the cracks, homie D. Rose Getting it done, you already know Switch up the flow, can ignore how I glow What's going on everybody? Um, the energy is gonna be way different for this episode <clears throat> than all my other ones, obviously. Um, we, you know, I'm not gonna report the news. You know what it is. You can, you know, by the title of the episode, what I'm gonna talk about. Um, this is crazy <clears throat> that we lost Kobe Bryant. A legend, an icon, a symbol of hard work, discipline, leadership, you know, a true competitor, just, I mean, you already know. Uh, and what I want to talk about is the lessons that that I've learned from Kobe Bryant. It's crazy because when I was younger, you know, I'm a war I'm a Warriors fan and always grown up watching the Warriors. We used to hate Kobe Bryant. <laughs> I mean, not everybody, but I used to not like him, obviously, because he would kill my team every time he came to town. Um but as I started growing up and as, you know, I would watch him, I, I didn't hate him because I just realized like what he really was. He's he's literally one of the greatest. And you know, I realized that <clears throat> something like I learned from a lot of different people about work ethic. You know, I'm looking right now. I have a picture of me and I have a picture of me in a huddle on my desk. I have a picture of me, Frank Alaco Sr., and Frank Alaco Jr., and we're huddled up with uh, one of our prime teams from a few years back, and Coach Alaco is talking to us, and I really, I learned a lot about work ethic from Coach Alaco Sr. and from Frankie, but somebody else that I really learned work ethic from was Kobe. People talk, you know, there's, it, it's almost like, his work ethic stories are legendary. They they make me want to work harder, you know? I really realize that we don't work as hard as we say we do. And I don't know, I just think with like with Kobe passing, to me it feels like I just need to go harder. I feel like that's what what he would tell me and that's what he would want. A bunch of stories come to mind um, that I've heard, but, you know, one of them, one of my favorites that I've heard is, is and, and you've probably heard these stories too, but if you haven't, you know, maybe they're, maybe they're interesting, but, um, you know, one of the stories was, this is a really good one, actually. Um, so this was <clears throat> around the 2008 Olympics in Beijing. That was like one of the best Olympic basketball teams that the United States has ever had. I think people at the time were talking like that that was competing with the 1992 uh, 
Olympic team, which was called the Dream Team. Uh, in 1992, it had like Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, it had a bunch of players, and everyone said that's the best team of all time. But in 2008, there was a you know the United States team went to Beijing. People were like, this might actually be the best team. Kobe, LeBron, Dwayne Wade. I think who else was on that team? I don't remember everybody on that team, but it was a stacked team. But. Uh, oh, I think maybe Kevin Durant, young Kevin Durant, maybe Westbrook was there too. I don't remember, but um, and the story goes that you know Kobe um, called one of the trainers or one of the one of the like assistant coaches at like like really early, like four a.m. I was like, "Hey, I need you to come and shoot with me." So. You know, trainer gets up. Trainer gets up, goes to the goes to the gym. It's like five five thirty. Kobe's in a full sweat. So trainer works him out till like I think eight a.m. or something. They have practice at twelve p.m. So it's like eight a.m. The trainer leaves and. Goes back, you know, he's done. They just worked out from 5.30 to 8 or whatever it is. Trainer goes back to his hotel, tries to get some sleep, get some food. Comes back at 11, excuse me, comes back at 11. Walks in, he sees some of the players talking to each other, some of them talking to media people. And then he sees Kobe over there in the, in the, on the court in a full sweat. So he walks over to Kobe and he goes, hey man, uh, what time did you end up leaving? And Kobe's like, what do you mean? The trainer's like, what time did you end up leaving the gym? And he looks at him and goes, I haven't left. <laughs> then what do they have at 12 p.m.? A full practice for like three hours. So Kobe was in the gym from 5 a.m. to 3 p.m. Nonstop. I don't think he probably didn't have a meal. Really cool. Really cool. The other, you know, the things that I've, uh, the other story, a while back, somebody from the Boston Celtics coaching staff, I don't know if it was Doc Rivers or who it was, called Kobe, said, hey, Kobe, like, we got, I got to know, like, how do you work out? You guys probably know this. If you don't, you know, be cool. How do you work out? Kobe's like, I don't work out. I black out. (laughs) Oh, my God. I work out. I work out until I am about to pass out. And then I stop. That's an incredible mentality. And it really it really motivates me. You know? Like that somebody could just work that hard. And I, I know I watched an interview that he did, and he's like, from the time that I made the decision to be a basketball player when I was young, nothing else in life mattered other than me being the greatest basketball player that I could possibly be. And that amount of focus, I got to learn from that. Because... Sometimes I get worried that I get out of focus. 
and people 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 might say well Kobe's work ethic right he's in an ano- he's an anomaly is he though you know it begs the question and even if he is i mean yes by the way he is an anomaly not his work his work ethic was but the anomaly to me is his athletic ability and his height you know, and I'm sure there's other parts of his body that are one in a, you know, one in a trillion. But the work ethic part, we could all emulate that. We could all emulate that work ethic. You can be the greatest thing in whatever you're doing. You can be the greatest. And I think that Thinking about Kobe when I was a kid, when I would go shoot, I, I did want to be Kobe. Who didn't want to be Kobe? When you're a basketball player, that, that's who you want to be. You want to be Kobe Bryant. He was our Michael Jordan of our time. The dedication, the work ethic, right? The crazy shots he would make. The game winners. The championships. Just the attitude. The intellect. Such a prevalent icon of my time, of my generation. You know? And I'm super thankful that I was able to watch him play as much as I did. I've watched him in person many times. Dude's perfect. I mean, yes, did he miss jumpers? Yes, of course. Did he have turnovers? Yes, of course. But... You watch that guy play, it's like, even when he misses a shot, it's like, it's like perfect. It's just his footwork was perfect. Where he is on the court is perfect. The control he has is perfect. You know what you should watch? There's a really, I don't know if it's on YouTube anymore. I'm going to quick look it up. Oh, I'm so fired up that I even thought about this. There's a, there's a, uh, a movie that that him and Spike Lee did called Kobe Doing Work. Hang on, I'm gonna see if I can find it for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there is. It's it's on Kobe Doing Work, ESPN Films. Can you watch it? Yeah. So go on YouTube. And type in Kobe doing work. I think you can watch it. But super dope. So basically, Spike Lee and Kobe Bryant sat down and watched a... Wow, I think I found it. Hold on, you guys. Let me just... That's so sick. Yeah, so... Kobe did this thing with Spike Lee where Spike Lee and him sat down and watched a game. It was it was the Lakers versus Spurs, and they're just talking, and Kobe's, like, breaking down the game. And it's an hour and a half, and it's sick. And what's even funnier is you guys definitely should check it out whether you're a basketball fan or not. It's super dope. What's really dope, too, is the night before that, 
Kobe was in New York playing the Knicks. So that's when him and Spike planned to do it. And he knew, Kobe was like, I know that if I don't crush the Knicks and if I don't completely like murder this team, that Spike Lee's never going to let me live it down. So he had like 64 on the Knicks. And then the next night he went to do the, the Kobe doing work thing with Spike Lee. I think they talked about it. Um, super dope, man. Anyway, just, you know, Big Talk Nation, I just want to like, you you know, I'm sure that your mind is all over the place. I'm sure that your heart is in a certain place and I'm not going to, I'm not here to tell you what to think. You can cope with this loss however you want. Um, from my perspective, I feel super grateful. I feel super grateful um, that I was able to watch Kobe and I'm really grateful that Kobe existed. Like, Kobe, I'm really grateful for you. I appreciate you. And I'm really, really sorry that we had to see you and your daughter Gianna go. That made it even worse for me. Um, that made it so much worse. But I appreciate Kobe. I appreciate what he did. What you know, Kobe. I appreciate what you did for the game of basketball. I appreciate what you did for me in my life because you really helped me see how to work really hard. Like. I love hearing those stories because it just makes me go, wow, I can go. I can do this. You know what I mean? Um, and there's no substitute for hard work. So, you know, you know what I would like to do, you know, I'm here. Um, and you know what else too, guys, with this podcast in particular, I could have recorded this podcast. Right now it's 9.16 p.m. And I could have recorded this podcast like way earlier in the day, but I was like, I'm going to save this for at night when it's a little bit harder. It's cold. I'm hella tired. I had a long day. I did a lot today. And, but I was like, nah. And I, I just ate dinner. And when I'm done with dinner, I don't want to do anything. I just want to relax. Right. But it's like, nah, like go in the garage and record this for Kobe. And you know, what's crazy is like after this podcast, I'm done for the day. I won the day, but I'm going to keep working. Right. I'm going to keep doing stuff. I'm going to work on mixing the song. I might write lyrics. Just, uh, just keep going. And, um, so for, for those of you listening, um, you know, I'm, this is a short episode. Um, what I want to do is I want to get somebody else on here and, and have somebody talk about it. Cause I don't think this episode is done. I think that this episode can continue to be talked about. I think that talking about Kobe and his legacy should never be a conversation that's ended. <sighs> um, so I'm going to do more about this. Um, but I wanted to come out here and shout out Kobe on my pod, on our podcast. Um, Kobe, we appreciate you a lot. Um, and, you know, if you're if you're here listening, just 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 don't stop working hard and always push your limits. You know, you can do more. You can do more. And if you beat yourself up, that's fine. It's okay to beat yourself up because it's normal. Don't beat yourself up to the point where you're not going to work, though. Beat yourself up to the point where you want to shut up your own voice and work harder. I know this is short, you guys. I know I usually come at you a lot longer. Um, but I just want to get on here real quick and speak my piece, throw, you know, throw my, throw my two cents in about how I feel about losing Kobe. It's, it's terrible. Very, very shocking. Um, 
but I really truly feel like his spirit is still here and obviously his stories are here and his legacy is here. And I just want to appreciate and celebrate Kobe because he did it, man. He lived life all the way to the fullest, man. And we got to do that too. And the best way to live life to the fullest is work your ass off. Black out. Don't work out. Black out. Uh, also, real quick, I wanted to remind everybody, um, this is episode 91. Next week will be episode 92. The week after that, it'll be episode 93. And on episode 93, I'm going to be doing a contest. Um, and you know, I was going to give something away. And I still haven't quite decided what I'm going to give away. And uh, I also have not quite decided the rules of the contest. But now I'm starting to starting to figure out what I think I can give away. So appreciate you guys for listening. Tune in to episode 93. Um, take this episode and freaking go work your ass off, man. I don't need you to put a review or a rating or like or comment. I don't need any of that. Just, just go work. Go work hard at whatever it is you do. Go as hard as you possibly can because I believe in you. I think you can do it. I really do. I actually know you can. You got to believe in yourself. People will buy into you and your brand. People will buy into you and your brand when you believe in yourself. And I think that that right there is the thesis for me and my brand. Why am I able to do what I do? Why am I able to sell clothing? Why am I able to sell tickets to a live show? Why am I able to get people at a live show to interact with me and scream my name? How? Because I invest in myself and I believe in myself and people see that. You see that. That's why you're listening to this podcast. And I just don't ever want you to lose faith in yourself. It's not the right thing to do. Choose something that's really difficult that you really, really want. Put in the work, man. All the stories I hear about people who become really successful, I keep hearing all these stories. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Man, I never heard anybody just say, yeah, I worked four hours a week and I made it happen. Hear all these entrepreneurs talking about how hard they worked and how many hours they worked. And all the turmoil they went through. And all the wins. And all the hours. That's all I keep hearing. And I think, man, I want to have a story like that. I don't want to be a one-hit wonder. I don't want to blow up in one year. That's why these rappers who blow up in one year... Or somehow, some way, they blow up. That's why they That's why they don't make it for a long time, man. That's why I don't care. I don't get jealous of anybody who's hella young and just blew up. I don't, why would I get jealous? I used to because I was immature myself. But now I realize, like, yo, these people who just blow up in a year, I don't care. Because they're not going to sustain it. You know what I'm saying? When I blow up, it's going to last. Because I know what to do with it. Those those artists and rappers who blow up in a year, dude, they don't know how to build a fan base, like really build a fan base. They don't know how to touch the people. They know how to flex. They know how to yell on a song. They don't know how to touch people. 
They don't know how to become a real leader. They don't know how to win friends and influence people. They just got they just got hooked up with the right people. I don't care about those people. I don't want the, I don't want that life. When I hear about people like Andy Frisella who says it took him 20 years to get to where he's at, that motivates me. I look at that and I go, "Hell yeah." I'm like only 9 years deep. People look at it, nine years, right? I'm in this, man, I've been really doing music for nine years, man. I was 17 years old when I made the decision to do music. I'm 26. When I decided to do music, man, it was one of the greatest decisions I've ever made. I don't regret it. And uh, music is the source of everything for me. Like all the money I'm going to ever amass and all the fame I'm going to have and just everything is going to be off music, man. So go create the life you want, guys. Appreciate you so much. Thank you for listening. Kobe, we miss you and I love you and we appreciate you a lot. Thank you for everything, brother.